Bang bang. This episode of Welcome to the Potty is brought to you by Bet with Joel. Dude, my bank has stopped taking my money, bruh. Because I I just cannot stop winning, bro. Okay? Bet with Joel will send you the best bets of every day, depending on what package you're on. You know, bronze, bronze package, five bets a week. Silver package, about 10 bets a week. Gold package, many more bets. Black package, you get live bets. You get you get all types of wild shit. All right? Um, Joel has also just recently released a universal package for those of you who are overseas. Those of you who are not able to get the bets on as soon as they come in. Um, those of you who... Um, I don't know, don't understand the bets or something like that. Dude, universal packages for your you guys who, you know, don't have access to your phone during the day at work or whatever and need a little bit extra time to be able to put the bets on instead of getting them on straight away. Joel has developed a package for you with less volatility on, on uh, you know, the odds and things like this. Um, you want to sign up to bet with Joel and, uh, you know, get, fill the bank up, bro. Get the bank so full they won't accept any more cash. Then you sign up at betwithjoel.com slash ref. That's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50. That's potty, sorry, potty exclusive 50 P-O-D-D-Y exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week of bet with Joel. Um, and if you want to support the Welcome to the Potty podcast, um, go to welcometothepotty.com, stick, uh, click on the store um, page and buy yourself a Welcome to the Potty unsourced t-shirt. Um, dude, they're, they're soft as baby thighs. Uh, they're, they're good quality. They're swagged the fuck out. And also... 5% of each purchase goes to charity. And for the month of October, there's only a few days left. Um, we are donating to Challenge for Kids who support uh, children with cancer through their everyday lives. Um, so welcome to the potty.com. Click on the store link and uh, buy your very own Welcome to the Potty unsourced t-shirt. Let's start the show. Welcome to the potty. Welcome, welcome, Welcome to the party, bang bang! It's your man Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasts and the Magnum PI co- What? The Magnum PI of podcasts and the captain. Um, and, uh, the Michael J. Fox of podcasting, bro, because I was, uh, I was a little bit shaky this week. Oh God. Is that on the nose guys? Is that on the nose a little bit? That's all right. But, um, let's do a quick recap of the comedy this week. Now I gave you a quick recap on, uh, the hum day episode, but we'll go back there. So Monday night, tried out some new shit. I think it might've been a little too dark for the audience. Instead of, instead of getting laughter, I was getting a little bit of this. Oh, and um, I had heard one girl in the front row, row go, oh, 
Um, the story I was telling on stage was made up. Um, but funnily enough, I've been through probably worse things than the story I told. So I won't tell uh, those stories. Um, Tuesday night, did my old set, did it at Cranker. Um, probably the best comedy room in Adelaide. I don't mean to, um, you know, segregate rooms and shit, but, um, very good room and, uh, I killed. Okay. And you don't want to, you don't want to really, um, you know, blow your own horn, but, um, I definitely killed bro. Uh, and then Wednesday night at Giggles, uh, the, the Rhino room basement, I think they call it, um, lower earth. No. I don't remember what they call it, but it's runner room basement called Giggles. Um, and I did a new set that I wrote in between. So Giggles starts at 7.30, I think doors open, start at 8. And um, I I uh, wrote a five-minute set in between work, which I finished at uh, 5.15 and 7.30. So to... Uh, uh, Two hours and 15 minutes. I wrote a five-minute set and performed that. Um, now, it didn't go perfectly. It wasn't... I wasn't, like, killing, but it definitely had some legs. So, I'm going to work on that. Um, I went out for dinner with a friend of the show, Mr. Um, Calvin Fresh, Mr. Steve Coombe, um, who, who is the Welcome to the Potty um, official, unofficial NBA analyst. Um so he he's in town from Melbourne uh, this week uh, doing because he's he's the um, the the CEO of Young Blood Beer. So um, if you haven't got yourself a blood, make sure you get yourself a fucking blood. Um, go to the Young Blood website. I think it's youngblood.beer, which is a pretty cool website in my opinion. Because I wouldn't mind having my website be called Welcome to the dot potty or something like what am i saying what am i welcome to the potty.com for your unsourced t-shirt but yeah so steve's in town we went out for dinner at you guessed it fucking golden boy and um shit they're only getting better or staying the same they're still delicious let me tell you that um so uh then on thursday night uh, I went to Brick Room. Um, and before then, because me and Steve had such a delicious dinner at uh, Golden Boy, I tried to replicate that dinner at home. Um, well, just the appetizer, the lettuce cups with like curry, chicken, mince or something in it. And I made that shit. And let me tell you this, Clay in the motherfucking kitchen. Right? I cooked that shit up. And I'm sorry that there hasn't been a Clay in the Kitchen released lately, dude. Because, um, uh, yeah, I've been moving the house. The kitchen's much smaller, but the house is much bigger. But we'll get into it. We will certainly get back into the Clay in the Kitchen stuff. Um, I've been spending a lot of... Uh, I've been having a lot of, like, eat, eating out. And I don't mean, like, me and Rachel. Well, me and Rachel sometimes eat out. But, like, I mean, go out to eat. I'm... I'm not talking sex. I'm not talking cunnilingus right now. So, um, yeah, I've been doing a lot of eating out lately. Um, and that's still, even though I just explained what I meant, it still sounds kind of crazy to say I've been doing a lot of eating out. But um, I guess what I'm trying to say is 
I've been doing so much comedy, I haven't had a lot of time to do cooking. But um, Clay in the Kitchen will probably, you know, we'll get back into it pretty soon. Um, but yeah, so Thursday night I made them lettuce cups and I fucking killed that shit, bro. I be surfing, bro. Um, and then what else? What am I trying to say again? Oh yeah, then I went to Brick Room. Um, and they have a bunch of acts and then they have, they let the open micers up at the end of the night. And the, the guy who runs the room went across the road to the Rosemont, which is not, uh, you know, traditionally the classiest establishment. And he just let a whole bunch of these fucking footy guys in from country Victoria and they were blind. Their fucking jawbones were dislocated they look like a bunch of slippery serpents bro because their 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 jaw bones were hanging by a thread they're like dislocated their jaw bones you'd think they were going to be eating like a deer or something but no they were just probably eating pills and and uh that dust that cocaine so um that was pretty yeah that was pretty annoying well it wasn't annoying until um yeah well this guy, Jay Michael, who's a very good Adelaide comedian, he got up and he's really good and professional and he knows how to do it. And they were talking and he, and he goes, he goes, sorry, what? And they didn't say anything back. And he was like, he's like, oh yeah, everyone thinks they want to get involved until you ask them what they said. And then they're like, oh, nothing. And that was good. That was easy. And then he kept going and he killed. He fucking killed. And then there was a few more guys and then it was me. Right, Jay Michael wasn't an open micer, he was an actual act, right? And then I come up and these cunts would not stop fucking talking about whatever they were talking about. And then I they said tall about 29 times. And I'm trying to do my new set, work on that five minutes that I wrote on Wednesday, right? So I'm trying to work on that, and these guys start talking about how tall I am. So I transition into my old shit, which is a lot about how tall I am. So yeah, I um Oh, fuck, sorry. I fucking, I only got about six hours sleep last night, but we'll get into that in a minute. Um, so I transitioned to my other set because uh, I couldn't really concentrate because up on the stage, if you look to your left, there's an open door open to the rest of this like pub and there's just music pumping in. So all I can hear is this like... but you don't hear it from the crowd. And I couldn't even think, dude. And it was just really fucking frustrating to tell you the truth. And so I couldn't, I couldn't continue with my new set and I had to go to what I was comfortable with. And I was a bit stressed out and I didn't really know how to deal with the hecklers. So I just tried to talk over them and it wasn't funny. It just wasn't funny. And I've been beating myself up about it and losing a bit of sleep over it, stressing out and shit. And... Um, I just got to remember I'm new to this game. I'm new to this game. I've probably done like a couple hours worth of stage time, probably less than two hours, I would say all up. Um, but this week I did do four nights in a row. So 20 minutes in one week. So, um, that was good. Yeah. I felt like a very, very busy man. I was a busy man. Um, I was out there, dude, but that's what you need to do. You need to get your 10,000 hours and I'm fucking dedicated to that shit. And I'm dedicated to that shit in the podcast game, bro. 
This is episode 187, I think, or 188. And hold on, let's let's confirm. This is this is episode 189, dude. Um, so really, uh, you got to think if that's a if that's an hour an episode on average, because there have been some that have been like two hours. There have been some that's been 30 minutes. Um, so on average, an hour an episode. You're looking at 189 hours of prime time. Uh, content dude so i guess you're welcome for one and also um yeah we're you know we're still we're probably at um what is that 10 percent? we're probably at 20 percent of our 10,000 hours and that's probably three years worth of podcasting so um you know you know it's gonna take a while it's gonna take a while but we're rapidly approaching um the 200th episode. So we're going to have to, we're probably going to have to do something, uh, pretty, pretty impressive for that. Um, we'll see, we'll see what we can come up with. We'll see what we can come up with. Uh, 200th episode though. That's going to be dope. Um, yeah, but I need to, I, I need to maybe practice doing some crowd work, dude. Cause I, I felt trapped on stage on Thursday night. Um, and you know, if you can do, you do your crowd work and then you just say, all right, now shut the fuck up. Let me fucking do my thing. Cause I like, I do like where my new five minutes is heading. Um, I do, I'd like what I like it. I just need to figure out the delivery, maybe tweak a few lines and things, but it's going to be good. It's going to be good. And I'm going to, and then I'm going to have 10 minutes in my pocket, you know? So that's fun, man. I like, it's, it's like this little, it's this puzzle that you're constantly building and rearranging. It's like a malleable, um, yeah, ma- a malleable jigsaw, dude. So, so that's cool. Um, and then last night, uh, I took Rachel out for dinner for being such a supportive girlfriend, you know, like, cause some girlfriends would be like, oh, you're out every night and we never spend anything, ding, ding, ding. You know, like Charlie Brown's teacher. That's what, that's what Rachel's voice turns into. If she, if she starts nagging me, that's all I can start hearing. So, but she doesn't nag me. She, um, I actually nag her cause I'm, I'd say that I'm the primary caretaker of this household. Right. And I don't, I didn't put my hand up to be that. It should be equal. You know, if you, these bitches want equality. <laughs> oh shit. It's so much more comfortable to say that shit on the potty than on stage, you know? But these bitches, these bitches want equality is funny, dude. Cause it's like cognitive dissonance, you know? So, and cognitive dissonance is when you, you think one thing, but you're seeing another and it, it throws you off a little bit or something like that. Um, so basically, cognitive dissonance is basically fancy confusion. Um, I still haven't put the uh, the soundproofing up. I'm doing it today, so hopefully we'll uh, we'll film the Tuesday episode and we'll be back on uh, the YouTube. That'll be fun. Um, it's Chet's surprise birthday today, uh, and I'm allowed to say that because this episode doesn't come out until tomorrow, um, which will be today for you, but tomorrow for me, which will be then today for me. Um, whoa, inception. Um, so Chet's, Chet's birthday today. So it's fancy dress. 
Well, it's not fancy dress, it's cocktail dress, so I'm wearing a suit, um, which is fun. So I bought a new suit this week, which was cool. Um, the pants didn't fit me, so I had to send them back, but the jacket and the uh, waistcoat fit me like a glove, bro, uh, which I've, I like very much. Um, so I'm very excited about that. Have some beers with the friends. I don't know if they're thinking about getting loose. I haven't been loose since Melbsey, which is about a month ago. Um, I wouldn't mind not getting loose so I can do some more work around the house and the studio tomorrow. Uh, but also wouldn't mind just getting loose with the boys. Um, cause I never see them, uh, cause they never come to my comedy shows. Um, oh, but I did say Tuesday night. Um, yeah, let's just shout out who came to the show. Rachel and mom. Um, Danny, Jossie, uh, uh, Sam Hackendor and Danny's housemate, Dan, uh, not to be confused with roommate, Dan, um, uh, Jossie, English Jossie, uh, Ben McPherson. And, um, if, if his name was L, um, you, some people call him Ben McPherson, but it's McPherson. Um, and he gave me some ideas for jokes too. So I need to actually talk to him and see if he was serious about letting me use those. Cause I actually liked them. Um, who else was there? Samuel Hackendorf, a uh, friend of the show, uh, mileage. Um, and he knows a lot about measurement. Um, that's how he got his nickname. He looks like, he looks like, uh, Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk. If he was really into barbecuing, you know, um, who am I missing? I reckon I've missed someone here. Oh, Elliot Ross, the welcome to the potty unofficial, the the official unofficial uh, MLB, the official unofficial MLB correspondent of the welcome to the potty podcast. <laughs> Third time lucky, boys. Good boy, good boy. Um, so fuck. So that's pretty much my week. Oh, oh yeah. So <laughs> I think I was talking about Rachel. So yeah, for being a good sport and like not not getting all weird about me being out every night. I took her out for dinner because, um, just to tell her that I appreciate how supportive she is. And we went to this place, this Japanese place, and I'm not going to name it because you only get named if you're golden boy or if you're uh, chin chins, because you have to be the best to get named. And I, I can't just be naming people for free all the time. So I went to this Japanese restaurant. And it was very delicious and very authentic. I got to tell you this. Uh, I went there. I've never been there before. And the the menus were all plastic, right? Like um, like a real sort of like corner, like, like dirty little diner would have. But it was a very nice place. And then I saw the menus and I judged the book by its cover. And I was like, oh, this could be a little bit dodgy, but let's do it. And we did it and it was delicious. So that was good. Um, I like Japanese. It's relatively clean eating. Um, we didn't have any alcohol last night and that was nice. Um, uh, uh, so yeah, we did that. Then we went to the Hackney Hotel and played the pokies and we lost. We lost um, some money on the pokies uh, because we just needed to kill some time before we went to Fat Controller. Yes! We went to Fat Controller, which is like a little, not little club, it's a big club, one of the bigger clubs in Adelaide, I would say. Um, and there was a show on and I need to double check. I need to double check the name of the artist before I say her name. Um, and we might even, we might even play a little clip of her music. 
oh my God. And I was, when I was saying artist, I was trying to type in YouTube and I typed in artist. <laughs> um, and we're going to pause right there because my bet with Joel bets have just come through. Okay, I'm back. Bets are on. And um, so I think what I was saying before was we went to Fat Controller and we went to go see this artist called Sampa the Great. And Sampa looks like Sampa, S-A-M-P-A. I don't know if it's Sampa or Sampa. She's from Nigeria, so I would say that they will call it Sampa. Um, and it was good, man, except I've got, you know, I get, I've got that social anxiety, bro. <laughs> I talk about it all the fucking time on this shit. And um, so, dude, every day of my life, my whole life, motherfuckers, oh, you're so tall. It makes you feel like a freak, right? And so when you're at a concert, you don't really feel like dancing because it feels like everyone's looking at you, even though I know no one gives a fuck about me, right? It feels like everyone's looking at me, so I don't like dancing. So I'm just standing there like a fucking weird cunt. So then I went to like, a little corner where I could breathe a little better. People weren't rubbing on me and like making me think murderous thoughts. Um, so I went to this little corner and um, I was enjoying myself, except also because I don't dance at concerts, I like to just sing along and rap along. And I've never heard of this person before, but um, Rachel's sister's boyfriend um, uh, got us in for free. Uh, so... So that was the, um, that was the difficulty there was, I, I, I just didn't know how to act at this concert, but let's have a quick listen to, um, Sampa the Great's, uh, number one listened to song on YouTube here, Final Form, which also was her last song that she performed last night and, um, it did go off a little bit. So let's, uh, let's see how this goes. Oh yeah, cool. We've Bet got, we've got ads. I fucking hate ads. God damn it. Talk over them. Yeah, it's pretty dope, the, the music. It's a cool video too, just, just so you know, it's very African. Hopefully she starts saying words soon so you can hear what her skills is like. The guy doing the lights was dope. They do the lights live. They don't program that shit in beforehand. So this dude is like actually doing the lights. Like the lace lady travel with grace, baby. I can't afford to cover the course. Of course, maybe settle that one in court. Cause judging by the basics, y'all already comfortable stuck up in the matrix. Shit is basic. Past credentials. But I understand your favorite rapper, peep by gold potential. I'm out of shame. Been passive, trying to fit the circle cause I don't know how to act shit. Half of y'all was steady, insecure, don't try to backflip. Just because the seasoning and flow's already active. Only four years, fantastic. Young veteran, new classic. Nah, knock the walls off. Fuck the whole key, we gon' hinge the whole door off. I'm still Yo, I gotta tell you, she's better, she's way better life. And I, I don't know if that's offensive or and let's see she had another song that was fucking dope too but i think it's i think it's this one. Oh my god oh my gosh oh another ad 
listening for this, some of this and just get a little I gotta tell you guys, she's much better in concert. Wow! Yo, let me tell you this, guys. She fucking is way better live. Unless these headphones aren't really doing it for me, but like the the bass and shit was so heavy. They've got brand new speakers at Fat Controller because it flooded a while back because some cunt swung on the, the pipe on the top of the roof there because you know how some places have pipes up top. This dude swung on it, cracked that bitch, and it just started spraying out. Um, so, so they got all this whole new system in there. It actually almost sounds like a con job, doesn't it? So, um, hey, I'm not trying to dry snitch out here, but let's be real. That sounds like a con job. Um, what else, dude? Yeah, so the bass was lit and uh, I actually really liked her live. And then just listening to that on YouTube, i got to say, I, got, I was pretty disappointed. And now that this episode has become demonetized because of the, play, the, the uh, copyright infringement we've just done for something that wasn't even that dope. So, um, whoa, wow, Clay, you can probably say goodbye to ever having her as a guest. Um, yeah, but it was a really good show. My back hurt from standing up because I'm old, um, but I'm still so young, dude, too. So, um, there's that. Uh, so yeah, we got home pretty late and that's pretty much brought us to, to where we are now. And I'd say that the best thing for us to do right now would be to go to sports because um, the the resident official unofficial uh, well uh, welcome to the potty MLB correspondent has just sent through his updates. So moneymaker Mitch, uh, if you will. Hey, well, um, <laughs> I said, hey, like I hadn't already been talking to you for 20 minutes, but I said that because um, I've just opened the message from Mr. Elliot Ross, the official unofficial MLB correspondent of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. And um, I opened it and thought about writing back, but then I didn't. And so I said, hey, so that's the second time I've thought about something and said it on this episode. Um, so it's the World Series right now. Washington versus, um, uh, I don't know, Houston maybe? The Houston Astros? I think it is the Houston Astros. Anyway, um, Washington's up 2-0, and Washington is also Elliot Ross's favorite team. Um, they're 2-0 they're up in the series, heading back to DC for three games. So this could be, this could be all fucking wrapped up, boys. Um, but as you know, the MLB likes to make a little bit of money, so they'll make sure that um, that is not a full sweep. Uh, in in May, Washington had a 0.1% chance of winning the World Series, and now they're at around 85% chance. And that that's absolutely insane. Wouldn't you agree? That is absolutely insane. Now, NBA season is well and truly underway, my friends. 
Um, we'll, we'll see if I can find any news here. I do know that Zion Williamson is out for six to eight weeks uh, with a meniscus injury. Um, and let me tell you this, six to eight weeks is not enough time. I, uh, I've had meniscus injuries and they, you know, they fucked me up a little bit. So six to eight weeks, um, I don't mean to sound, you know, rude here, but we may see, we may see a different Zion Williamson and we may, we may see him with a little bit of a short career there. Um, okay, what about Russell Westbrook? He had a bit of does Russell, does Russell Westbrook fucking weigh 10,000 kilos? No, he's a tiny little man. It's different. Zion, Zion weighs more than I weigh. And my knees fucking hurt. So think about that. Um, uh, the Houston Rockets lost to Milwaukee in their season opener, which I like because um, James Harden won the MVP last year. Uh, Giannis Jantetokounmpo, Antetokounmpo won that shit and then James Harden went in there and lost. So think about that. Um, so James Harden and Russell Westbrook, the two biggest ball hogs in the league are now on the same team and they've already had an argument. They've had one game, one argument. So that's pretty uh, interesting. Does that mean that their season's over? No, there's 81 more games left, you know? So I think, you know, I think they can, they've got enough time to work it out. Will they drop Westbrook like they dropped fucking... Carmelo Anthony? No. Now, let's talk about Carmelo Anthony for just one minute. He was, he is still probably top 30 players in the league. But it's his attitude that's let him down. And that's where people people in this debate talk about, um, oh, like Contavious Caldwell Pope played 22 minutes the other day and scored zero points. Where's Melo? Melo's at home, bro, because Melo's not willing to accept a bench role. And sometimes you need, to, you need to put your own interests aside for the interests of the team. And he has routinely shown that he's not able to do that. And at the same time, he's, he's never made it deep in the playoffs. Sorry, I just hit the mic, so that might have made a bit of a bang sound. Because um, I'm talking with my hands like a thallion. Um, so... So that's why the motherfucker's not playing. Do I think he should be playing? I don't know. He should be, yeah, he probably should be for a shitty team. For a team that's not expecting to make playoffs, he should he should be in the team, I'd say. He should be in the league somewhere. He's still, yeah, I'd say he's top 30 players in the league right now. Um, but it's his values that are all fucked up that teams just don't even want to fuck with. They don't want to fuck with the media circus if the motherfucker's going to be like, oh, I should have played more minutes and, and doing all this wild shit, talking, talking out of pocket um, about the team. So that's, that's why he's not playing. So understand that. That's so fucking easy for me. Easy money. Um, what other news was there? Hold on. Let me just uh, scroll through here. Oh, DeAndre Ayton of the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns beat somebody. In their first game. Um, who they beat? Sacramento, I think it was. Um, and then all of a sudden, they're doing drug tests uh, after the first game. DeAndre Ayton gets hit with um, having a diuretic in his blood. Now, let me tell you this. You don't need diuretics unless you're trying to get rid of illicit substances. And... 
Um, every player on the league is in... Well, not every player, but if you think someone's got illicit substances, they've got it, dude. So LeBron James, um, just getting more athletic the older he gets. Yeah. Yeah, he's on that shit. He's on that shit. Dwight Howard um, got shoulders from here to Louisiana, bro. Yeah. He's on that shit, dude. Okay? So just think about that. Zion Williamson, he's like 13 years old uh, and he's playing in the NBA. He's like uh, like Mike, Lil Bow Wow. Um, and in, but he didn't find a magical pair of Michael Jordan sneakers. He actually, he actually is just on that good HGH, bro. So just think about that. There's, there's drugs in the league. These dudes aren't just fucking jumping over cunts just naturally, dude. Okay? And Jordan Kilgannon? On that shit. Is he in the league? No. But that dude... Dude, if, you, if you're if you rocking a hairstyle like that, there's no way you can jump like that. And you have to be on some type of drugs to be able to have hair like that. This dude's got blue dreadlocks. So, just like, consider that for a minute. Blue dreadlocks? Yeah, you're definitely cracked out. And crack is a performance enhancer. Okay? You can... Dude, you can jump over a bus when you're on some of that cane. So, so if it, that's still performance enhancer, in my opinion. And am I a doctor? Well, technically, yes. I'm a PhD of podcasting. But, yeah, I just think that, um, I just think we all just need it sorted out. Okay? He's on some diuretics. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Let him, let him go. I think the only sport that you shouldn't be allowed um, performance enhancing drugs is is fighting because you could kill someone. So boxing, UFC, all that. No performance, no PEDs. But basketball, dude, football, fucking running. Dude, I want to see someone do 100 meters in five seconds, dude. I would shit my pants if I saw that. So give them, yeah, give them the needles, give them the blood infusions, all that shit. That's all I'm trying to say. But yeah, DeAndre Ayton, diuretics, he's out for 25 games. And I'm in the fantasy, I'm in the fantasy team, fantasy league, and uh, Matty B drafted DeAndre Ayton. Um, I think uh, G Money uh, drafted fucking Zion Williamson. And I drafted Joel Embiid, who's out with an ankle sprain or strain at the moment. But they're saying he's a uh, game-time decision for tomorrow's game, which is today's game for you guys. Um, what else do we have? That's pretty much all I really want to talk in sports at the moment. Oh, no. D-Rose. D-Rose. D-Rose is back in his fucking bag, Easy, mate. Oh, shit. D-Rose is like fucking... Yeah, light that shit up, boy. D-Rose, dude, fucking free froze D-Rose, bro. He's out there fucking torching cats. Uh, 27 points, dude, at Detroit. Shout out to D-Rose, bro. Eating. Out there eating, dude. So that's that's what I like to see, dude. So um, let's clap it up for D-Rose. And we went ham on those sound effects just then, but that's okay. 
Um, now I reckon we haven't done poor posture or listened to this fuck shit for a while. So money making Mitch, if you wouldn't mind giving us that uh, poor posture of the week. Poor posture of the week. Alright, um, now this sounds pretty wild to me. Camel's testicles bitten by woman at Louisiana truck stop. Petting zoo. Um, and this is coming from Robert. Um, and what Robert's saying... Oh, sorry guys, there's a video playing for no reason. Uh, Robert's saying, A woman bit a camel's testicles at a Louisiana truck stop petting zoo and was cited for criminal trespassing according to reports. Now, number one, why you got petting zoos at truck stops? Because you know, wild shit goes down at truck stops. Um... You know, people at truck stops usually, that's where they pull over to usually inject themselves with some type of uh, illicit substances. Sometimes they sniff it. Sometimes they eat it as a pill form. Um, uh, and also sometimes people pull over there to fuck. Uh, and they don't really care what they're fucking. So I wouldn't be putting animals near them. That's, you know, that's just my honest opinion. But uh, let's keep going. Uh, the woman, a Florida resident, of course was chasing her dog when she crawled into Casper's enclosure at the Tiger truck stop on I-10, and that's Interstate 10. And when you're on the interstate, wild shit is going to happen. Um, she told deputies she bit the 600-pound camel when, she, when he sat on her. It happened Thursday. I said, she said, I bit his balls to get him off me. I bit, I bit his testicles to get him off me. Um... Okay, oh, the camel sat on you? Um, I don't know. You still got wild pasture. Why is, your, why is your dog on the interstate, number one? Why are you in Louisiana when you're from Florida, number two? Um, you know, why don't you call your dog to come back to you instead of chasing after it? Because when you chase it, it thinks it's a game, number three. You're doing everything wrong, and I think maybe you were hopped up on something wild. Um, I do, I do really think you were hopped up, um, when you were wild. Sorry, hopped up and acting wild. So thank you for sending that in, Robert. That is certainly poor posture. Um, and she did need to go to hospital after getting sat on by a camel, 600 pound camel. So yeah, so 600 pound camel, I'd say that's like 280 kilos. When you get sat on by that, yeah, your back's a bit out of whack and your posture's all fucked up. Now she looks like, uh, Mr. Burns. So Sorry to hear that. What was her name? Did we get her name? No, just a woman. Uh, well, she's a wild cowgirl, that's for sure. But that's poor posture, for sure. Um, that'll be listening to this fuck shit. Um, that'll be listening to this fuck shit. That might even be listening to this fuck shit. Um, oh, this is poor posture right here. Now, uh... This is, um, the headline here reads, okay, I think a video is about to play. CBS and New God York damn is brought it. to you by, uh, New Jersey real estate attorney accused of stealing $285,000 from clients. But here's the thing, this motherfucker's name, dude, and I'm not, hey, I'm just reading the facts and this is from, uh, CBS. And I don't, and I think, I guess that's reputable enough, but this dude's, um, this dude's name is Steven Salami, bro. 
Now, we need to just take a minute to recognize the brilliance of this because when we get to the end of this article, I'm going to read this whole article to you guys and you guys are going to be, you guys are going to think it's hilarious, one of the final sentences in this article. So listen to this. A New Jersey real estate attorney is accused of stealing thousands of dollars from his clients. The Monmouth County Pr- Prosecutor's Office says 44-year-old Stephen Salami of Hazlitt stole 285 racks from four clients between April and August. Um, and instead of racks, it actually says $1,000, $285,000, not racks. Um, Salami is practicing attorney with a law office in Hazlitt. Now, that's funny. That's a funny sentence, bro. Let's read that again. Salami, um, you know, a cold meat, is practicing attorney with a law office in Hazlitt, bro. That doesn't sound like it makes sense, but it's someone's name, dude. Um, change it. Uh, officials say the victims believe the money they set, they paid Salami. <laughs> the, okay. Officials say the victims believe the money they paid Salami would be held in escrow for real estate deals, but Salami allegedly failed to complete the work. Yeah, dude, because Salami's putting all his money into like probably vegan protests and shit because it's trying not to get eaten, dude. Um, Salami allegedly failed to... Sorry, that was a really bad joke. Salami allegedly failed to complete the work, resulting in missed closing dates and nullified real estate transactions. Um... I don't know what that means, but who cares? That's not the funny part. Salami was arrested Friday afternoon and is <laughs> Salami was arrested Friday afternoon, dude. Isn't that crazy, bro? And they insist on using Salami instead of Mr. Salami, which I think would maybe at least make it more personified. Anyway, keep going. And is facing multiple charges of misapplication of entrusted property. Anyone has, who has additional information or believes they may be a victim of a crime involving salami <laughs> is asked to call the Monmouth County Special Prosecutions Bureau or believes they may be a victim of a crime involving salami, bruh. Now that, who sent this? Who sent this shit in, bruh? Cade? Sorry to hear that, dude. Oh my God. How white are you? I've never heard of a man named Cade that had any type of melanin in his skin, dude. Um, but yeah, that is poor posture. Um, you, yeah, you look all types of... Your posture's fucked up, Salami. You're supposed to be, you know, a straight line, but you're all bent out of shape. You look... You're one of them Salamis that's in hose form. You know, you're wrapped around like a hook. You're all fucking bent up. Um, anyway, I thought that story was funny. So thanks, Cade. Good God, I'm so sorry to hear about that. Um, money making Mitch, listen to this fuck shit. You take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. It's a stack of fuck shit on top of itself, nigga. Um, sorry, I was a bit late on the uh, the intro there, but um, man breaks into home, makes two mayonnaise sandwiches. Now let me tell you this. Once you're breaking into a home, you don't need to eat mayonnaise sandwiches anymore, dude. Okay? 
Um, hold on, we're just having some technical difficulties here. Okay, sorry. My computer's trying to update while I'm doing a potty and I had to cancel the update because it's about to reset the computer and I haven't saved the potty. And I'm not recording on a backup today because we haven't got it set up yet, but today it's getting all set up. Anyway, once you break into a home, dude, you're supposed to get money. You don't need to live poor anymore. So first of all, what the fuck is a mayonnaise sandwich? At least have something else on it. Something else. My dad used to make me spam and mayonnaise sandwiches. And that sounds gross to a lot of you guys. But now that I've said it, my mouth's kind of watering. I could, I could definitely handle a mayonnaise and uh, spam sandwich. And that's for poor people as well. And that's why we know about it. We were poor. We were poor. Except now I've got bet with Joe in my pockets of fat. Um, but yeah, dude, this dude's making mayonnaise sandwiches in someone else's house, dude. Uh, and... Hold on, where is this? Kentucky. Yeah, that sounds like a Kentucky, that sounds like a poor man's Kentucky meat uh Kentucky meal. Um officials from the Laurel County Sheriff's Department said a house was broken into early Saturday morning off of Barberville Road, about two miles south of London. And that's uh that's not London, UK, that's London, Kentucky. Um, officials said the owner of the home woke up to noises coming from his kitchen and found a man making two mayonnaise sandwiches. Dude. Don't get caught making a mayonnaise sandwich. If you're going to get caught making any type of sandwich, make it a good sandwich, bruh. And that's why that's fuck shit. That is for sure fuck shittery, bruh. What else do we have? Let's move on. Man kept getting drunk without drinking. Doctors found brewer's yeast in his guts. Uh, his auto-brewery syndrome, and that sounds unsourced, relapsed when he had pizza and soda. After years of inexplicably getting drunk without drinking alcohol, having mood swings and bouts of aggression, landing a DWI charge on the way to work one morning and suffering a head injury in a drunken fall... An otherwise healthy 46-year-old North Carolina man finally got confirmation of having alcohol-fermenting yeasts overrunning his innards. Dude, now that's a yeast infection, bruh. And that sounds disgusting. Definitely sounds disgusting. Getting him sloshed anytime he ate carbohydrate-laden meals. Through the years, medical professionals and police officers refused to believe he hadn't been drinking. They, off- they assumed the man was lying to hide an alcohol problem. Meanwhile... He went to untold number of psychiatrists, internists, neurologists, and gastroenterologists uh, searching for answers. Those answers only came after he sought help from a support group online and then contacted a group of researchers at Richmond University Medical Center in Staten Island, New York. Shout out to uh, Method Man. Um, By then, it was September of 2017. Dude, who sent this? It is a wild story. But it's from 2017? Beth? Come on. I pretty I appreciate getting shit from the female listeners, but this is from 2017. So we're going to stop reading there. But that is wild. This dude had yeast in his guts and would eat some pizza, you know, some, sometimes some garlic bread or um, things like this. And it just get fucked up. And that's a cheap way of getting drunk. And I'd probably maybe keep that in my guts and just make sure I eat salads all the time unless I want to get lit. Um, but yeah, thanks, Beth. But no more stories from 2017. Thanks. Um, 
thought I saw another one here. Oh yeah, Kanye West. His house is... What house? What am I talking about? His albums have been delayed. And um, he, want, he wants to give some reasons for his album delay. So listen to this. Um, Kanye West has given fans an update on the delayed arrival of his eagerly anticipated new album, Jesus is King. The rapper's new gospel-inspired album, which is the follow-up to 2018's Yay, was set to finally be released worldwide at midnight, nearly a month on from the promised September release date. However, fans were left disappointed once again as Jesus is King failed to materialize at the promised time. At the time of writing, the album has still not been released. Reddit hip hop heads tweet says Kanye West new album Jesus King released Saturday night service memes seems to be getting filmed here at Oculus New York City he appears to be mixing the album live still set for release tonight follow and check our page for updates let's let's just see this video real quick that's pretty shit video and sound um let's see this other video here see if this is any better oh now i've got to open twitter sorry guys Kanye's fat dude sorry i shouldn't say that because i'm actually kind of fat um, West has, since spotted, has been spotted at the Oculus Plaza in New York's Westfield World Training Center, Trading Trade Center. It's thought that he is planning a special Sunday service performance there, but has yet to conf- But this has yet to, be, yet to be confirmed. Sorry, I'm trying to go too quick. Last night, October 24, West's latest interview with Beats One's Zane Lowe was broadcast, in which the rapper declared himself unquestionably, undoubtedly, the greatest human, human artist of all time. It's not even a question at this point. He added, it's just a fact. Elsewhere in the Beats 1 interview, West also reflected on his surprise Sunday service performance at Coachella. God was using me and it lined up amazing. Like literally the Sunday was Easter Sunday, he said, of the special morning show he performed with his gospel choir and band. Church in Atlanta has decided to redirect the money Kanye West donated to them elsewhere after the rapper made some pro-Donald Trump remarks at a Sunday service event in Salt Lake City, Utah. Speaking to a crowd of the... Okay, I'm over this story. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, so Kanye West it, it continues to carry on, basically. Um, so I guess thanks to whoever sent that in, but we get it. Kanye is a clown. Um, shit, should we lunge into some fucking advice here? Or what? Let's see if we've got any in the emails. Um, my mother opened a credit card in my name and I feel like all trust is broken now this doesn't sound like uh, uh, this doesn't sound like something I'm going to be able to make very funny but let's see how we go here and I'll try and read I'll try and read a little bit better here I found out about it when I was trying to get a car loan from my credit union I was at a dealership about 200 miles away my wife and I live a few minutes from my mother and I found and found a pretty good deal on a car I was going to be buying in the next month or so anyway. 
Since I wasn't planning on buying it yesterday, I had to call my credit union to get the loan started. A few minutes later, I get a call back asking about a credit card open in 2017 with nearly a dozen late payments, some as late as 120 days. I obviously have no idea about it and asked the loan officer what the fuck it was and he gave the address on the account as my mother's house. After not purchasing the car, I called my mother who confessed to it. She said she just needed a little extra spending money and I owed $2,500 for it. Wait. She needed a little extra spending money and you owed $2,500 for it? Oh, I just don't even know what to say about that, dude. That's pretty wild. That's pretty wild and... How do you trust this woman? Anyway, let's keep going before I say something wild. She also said she couldn't make the payment every month. My parents' financial problems were the reason they got a, a divorce 10 years ago. My dad has always said that while he did love my mother, the main reason why we live paycheck to paycheck my entire childhood was because of her spending. He finally got tired of it and set some hard limits. She went around his back and started taking credit card advances to make it look like she hadn't spent so much. When you caught her, they got divorced. And I guess that's kind of, you might need to get emancipated. Um, I don't know how old you are. You're prob probably old enough to have a credit card, so you probably don't need a emancipation. And you said you got a wife. But uh, that's pretty fucked up. And I would... Um... Well, I just don't understand how you didn't know this, though. You said she did this in 2017 in your name with your credit union and you don't know about any of it? How could she do that without your ID? Like, I don't know. I don't fucking know. But I'd probably be taking some type of legal action against my mom if she did some shit like that. And I love my mom. My mother said it's not a big deal, but I got denied for a car loan specifically because of it. Yeah, yeah, it, it for sure is a big deal, and it's called uh, it's called uh, identity theft. It's called fraud, fraud. Um, it's called being a shit mom. Uh, it's all types of things. My wife and I are planning on buying a house in the next year or two. Good luck, motherfucker. She's completely broken my trust, and I'm not sure how to go forward. Don't, don't talk to it. Oh, fuck it. I know it's your mum, but fuck it, dude. It's not a one-time mistake, obviously. How do I go forward with my relationship with my mother when she literally did the same thing she did to my dad? Oh, she's she's too far gone, son. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. She's betrayed you. She's committed fraud. Um, she's clearly unable to stay within her means. She's had a wake-up call from your father, her husband, and she, she's gone and done this to her son. Um, you know, I don't know. I'd report the fraud um, and make her be legally accountable for it. Um, and I, I just wouldn't spend as much time with her. Maybe Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, birthdays and shit. Just don't go see her. Maybe call her once every couple months till she dies. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't, she's got a huge problem. She's fucked up her own credit. She's fucked up her marriage. And now she's fucking up her own son's credit. Um, 
and that's upsetting. She needs to go to some type of, she needs to get some help. And I would, I would still suggest, I would just suggest helping her get help and just cutting back contact. Really, it's unacceptable. Uh, I know it's your mother, but it's unacceptable. So, um, yeah, sorry guys, that wasn't very funny, but that was wild. That was fucking wild for sure. Um, what have we got here? I need some male opinions, and I'm a male. Hi, I'm a 21-year-old 20, female. I need some insight into the male mind. And, uh... Fleur? Is your name Fleur? Are people still called that? Well, Fleur, you've come to the right motherfucking place. Because I'm a man. And, uh, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm probably toxic masculinity, you know? So you've come to the right place. Let's do this. So for the past few weeks or so, I've been seeing slash dating this guy. He's 22 and you're 21. Okay. It's all been pretty good and I like him a lot, but I don't know why he hasn't tried to progress things further. What do you mean? He asked me out first, kissed me first, and I reciprocated. So I'm yawning again because you're boring. Nah, kidding. Just tired. Um, but we haven't done like anything further than just gone on some dates and briefly kiss hello and goodbye and stuff. We haven't actually made out or anything yet. Uh, do you know how religious this cat is? Is he a virgin? Um, is he gay maybe? Uh, it could be any of these things. Is he married and a bit nervous that he's going to get caught? Um, could be any of this. Uh, maybe ask, maybe just say, do you want to come back to my place? You know, you said it's been a few weeks, you know, it doesn't have to move that. Like if it's only been a few weeks, maybe he's just, maybe he's trying to show you respect. Um, maybe he's not, a, maybe he doesn't move quickly. Maybe he gets into the friend zone. Maybe, maybe you do need to make a move. Um, but let's keep reading. I decided I want to try and progress things a little further. So I tried to hold his hand when we went for a walk last night. But as soon as I grabbed it, he sort of asked in a teasing kind of tone, what exactly are you doing? And I laughed it off and kept holding his hand and he seemed to take it comfortably after like two minutes. But to be honest, I was already kind of shy about it to begin with. So his teasing kind of made me self-conscious that maybe I did something that wasn't welcome. I don't know. And that kind of... that comment honestly kind of makes me feel like you're his side chick and I'm sorry to say that I feel like he's maybe emotionally invested in you but not sexually invested in you yet and he's just sort of like putting his toe in the water and um maybe he's trying to exit another relationship or maybe maybe he's nervous I don't know let's keep reading I'm not being very positive. <laughs> Sorry, Fleur. Uh, so like, and this is what she's, this is how she writes. She writes how she talks, which is pretty cool. So like, from the perspective of a man, what's going on here? Is he just like nervous or is he not as interested as I thought he was initially? Help. I don't want to come on too strong, but I also want to let him know that it's okay for him to try to do more physically with me. D, you're trying to get fucked, huh? P.S. If you don't mind, um, oh, okay. Don't worry about that. 
Um, yeah, okay. To answer your question, he could be shy. He could be inexperienced. Um, he could be shit at reading your signals. He may be like socially awkward, not... He maybe he's not picking up what you're putting down. Um, so maybe you need to just jump the motherfucker. Bring him to your house, push him on the bed and jump on top of him and just wrap your puss around his cat, you know? So you could do things like that. Um, maybe he's not sure of your boundaries. Maybe you actually need to have a conversation surrounding it. Um, maybe... Maybe he is in a relationship with somebody else. Uh, I wouldn't say like, I wouldn't say any conversations like, where's this relationship going or anything like that? Because guys are over that shit. That's been happening for a long time. Just some, um, just fucking jump him. I say that's, that's what I'd like. And if he doesn't want you to do that, then, and you're obviously a sexual person, you're trying to get that action. And I respect that. Um, but if he doesn't appreciate that, then he probably likes dudes or definitely is scared of going home to his wife smelling like another woman. Um, <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry I had to finish on that floor, but I mean, you, you set him up, I knock him down. You know what I'm saying? Um, shit. Do we have any other segments to do? Oh yeah. It's shocktober and I've just been too, doing too much comedy and, um, going to some Sampa the Great to to be able to really watch any. I've watched it's the twenty, um, I think sixth today of October, and I've watched one horror film in twenty six days, which is very very disappointing. So think about that. Um, uh, this is the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Please tell a friend to tell a friend. We're trying to grow this shit, dude. Please go to the website, buy yourself a. Uh, Welcome to the potty unsourced t-shirt. They are so, bro. I put my t-shirt on the other day, dude. And I just thought that I, I, I had jumped into a fucking pool filled with KY jelly. I was feeling so smooth, you know, um, my stat, my fucking swag attributes went up, went up about plus 10 plus 20 even. Um, what else? Please rate and review the episode, man. Um, if you do tell a friend to tell a friend, you get a referral bonus. So think about that, and um, you can get you can get a referral bonus. Um, please rate and review the the episodes. It it does does a lot for us here at the World to the Potty Podcast. Um, fuck, I always forget what what the things are that I'm supposed to say at the end. I don't have any any gigs booked in at the moment, so I don't have any dates to give you. Um, fuck, what is it? Whoa, man. Um, so, uh, rate and review, tell a friend to tell a friend, buy a t-shirt, sign up to bet with Joel, if you haven't already, it's, it's fucking NBA season, dude. So, there's money to be made. There's money to be made, okay? Mm. Sorry for all the... Dude, my brain's so fucked up. I'm going to have to write down all the shit that I'm supposed to say at the end of the episode, you know? I'm still trying to figure out. I'm pretty sure there's something else that I usually say, dude. Before I tell you guys you need to love yourselves. Um, fuck, man. I'm sure of it. Tell a friend to tell <laughs> All right, fuck it. We're going to end it there, dude, because my brain's... I'm obviously semi-retarded. 
Um, so, anyway, uh, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Um, so, yeah, I love you guys. So make sure that you love yourselves. This has been Welcome to the Potty. And as always, bang bang! Baby, welcome to Baby, welcome to